Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Here's your host for Over the Garden Fence, Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Doing okay. Can I get you a cup of coffee? Got one. There you go. Got one. This is this is my third, so and that's <laughs> that's lowballing it. I normally by this time I'll have half a pot down me, but uh, that's okay. Well, the, today maybe you get out early to do your gardening chores before it gets hot again. Well, actually, we we probably should talk about that. I am not what you would call a fervent gardener. Really, my partner does a lot of that. She weeds and waters, and I do whatever mm-hmm. I eat. You know I, that. You know, you're at the other end of the garden. I'm at the other end of the gardening <laughs> spectrum. I, I do eat. I, I will tell you this, and I was going to ask you this question anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, our tomatoes. Are are turning out to just just to be beautiful this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew. Uh, this is the first year we grew um, cherry tomatoes that are kind of dark on the top, green, and then they turn purple. Nice or red. I'm sorry, in the bottom, but they're purple on the top. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, some other ones that are bigger. I guess I'm not really sure what kind of they they're all good. Yeah, and uh, a lettuce has been good. Spinach has been good. Cucumbers have been good. Um, so, everything we've gotten so far has been wonderful. So, Jim, our um, one of our question and answers, we're, we're going to answer, uh, we have a whole thing on tomato diagnosis problems, and one of the issues was definitely thick skin mm-hmm. on some of those tomatoes that we'll be answering this morning. I also, so, I, getting from the phone calls and, and what people are saying, this has been a good year for suckers. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you know, and you got to keep an eye on them, mm-hmm. you know. But it's it's been a really people are I, I, telling me that that we have a lady down the road that is growing tomatoes too, and she says it's like a daily thing. She has to go out there and pick the suckers off, or else it's trouble. And it's not just tomatoes; it can be from crab trees to all kinds of things that is wow. just shooting. A lot of it is. Lots of heat and then moisture combination, drought, and then definitely moisture again. And so it's really bringing it on. Uh-huh. So so uh, thank you all for joining in this morning. And give us a call if you if you would uh, like to chime in, 382-4280. If you'd like to text us, you can give us a text, Jim. At, yep, at 80373 if you're a little radio shy. You bet. And I just wanted to say good morning to Tracy M. out in Climax and Dave W., out in Pawpaw, and all the other friends listening in, too, this morning. So as summer progresses, it seems as our schedules, Jim, just become more and more full. Gardening, county fairs, back-to-school buying, and the necessity to squeeze in one more vacation all occupy our August calendars that seem to be overflowing. Now, we'll stop right there, and I will just give a small little plug. I go, <clears throat> and we enjoy fairs, Jim. So we go from Kalamazoo all the way to, um, we went to Cass County the other night. Very nice opening night, and we got a caller already. And uh, But uh, went to the uh, street truck pulls, took my, old, my younger boy, who is now my older, and uh, clean, hometown feel. Fun, just just all around. So um, maybe some of those calendars overflowing, even though they are very busy. Green Thumber should start to do some very important projects right yeah. now. Yeah. All right. You want to take a phone call? Sure. Sure. All I'll right. stop right, right there. A phone call early at three eight two four two eight zero. Let's go to Amy this morning. She wants to talk about tomato plants. Good morning, Amy. <laughs> Tomatoes. Good morning, Amy. Can I help? Yes, I called last week about something else, but I had one more question and. 
about tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I did buy one of your products, which I have been using religiously, it's that set tomato and pepper set Mm -hmm. spray, and I'm still having a problem with the flowers will come out, excuse me, and then they'll dry up, and um, maybe one will form a tomato, and then all the other flowers just dry up and fall off on the ground. Okay. So that pepper set, tomato set, or flower in general, usually the falling has got to be. We were, <clears throat> I think, Amy, you were talking about um, the thick skins on some of the tomatoes last week, correct? Correct. Yes, You bet. Right. So a lot of it in the research, whether it would be the MSU extension or even some of our staff and myself knowing um in frequency, and I know we were talking about, yes, you are watering, but it's got to have something related because thick skin in general is kind of that defense. It's the defensive part of the tomato that's saying, I want to shed off problems. And it, when it's dry or in prolonged portions that might be heat, but drought combination, and maybe it's the water that's not being as it's infrequent instead of consistent. Maybe it's overhead instead of drip. I'm, I know that on the pepper tomatoes blossom set, in the extreme mm-hmm. heat, um, melon will do that too, where some flowers will uh, mature and a lot of them will just go um, to the wayside because of the extreme heat. Now, mm-hmm. you're seeing only one flower. The next step would be, I want to... I want to put out more, so I would probably clean out those water sprouts, those sucker sprouts, open that plant up more, and do the fer- mm-hmm. fertilome. And what was the, um, are you doing any feeding? Because the um, blooming and rooting yeah. would be what I would pick instead of tomato tone. Tomato tone's great for early in the season, but that's slow release. We need something quick now that'll get lots of blossom set. And so yeah. that, um, by chance, are you using that? Yes, I bought that at the same time there that I bought go. the tomatoes and pepper set. Yeah, yeah. So that would be my choice to see if you could get more blossom. Um, drip irrigation or overhead, Amy? It's all overhead, and they're in great big pots. And the same thing happened last year. I don't know. I, I almost think maybe I'm watering them too much. Mm-hmm. Pots, you know, um, a pot can take all of the weather, um, too much, too little. The pot gets too hot sometimes. That's why a lot of times, even at our nursery, our pots, almost all the trees and almost all the evergreens in big pots are all in drip irrigation now. Overhead just makes for more disease. I get consistent watering in the roots instead on the top. So I didn't know if you... <clears throat> There is a homeowner's drip irrigation kit that would go to mm-hmm. all your pots that has a mm-hmm. little timer that you could get rid of the overhead and might benefit those roots way better and make better tomato out of it. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I live okay. in a small area, so the pots are, I have giant pots. They're convenient, but uh, this has been happening too many times now, and I'd like to solve the problem for mm-hmm. sure. So even um, if you took some measurements where the pots sit, we could tell you how mm-hmm. much hose and which kit to buy because the kits come with a little timer. So even when you're at work or school or with kids, um, 
that timer can do it for you and turn it on and off and make it consi- okay. make it consistent. Okay. All okay. right. Thank Very you for good. calling. Thank you. Yeah, Amy. thanks for calling this morning, Amy. Have a good weekend. And just like Amy did, you can call 382-4280, 877-382-4280, or you can text us if you're a little radio shy at 80373. And before Andy jumps into his t- timely tips, we're going to take a quick break here on Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. To encourage wild birds to stick around your outdoor living area, you'll need to provide their three basic needs, food, water, and shelter. And the best way to keep them close to your landscape is to give them their favorite foods. Woodells carry 16 different varieties of the best quality bird seed around, and because of the large volume they buy, they can offer you the best prices too. Many birds such as finches look their prettiest this time of year with their vibrant summer plumage. This week, Finch's Feast is on sale. Get the 10-pound bag for $16.88 or the 20-pound bag for only $32.88. A favorite of many birds, including woodpeckers, is suet. This week, Nutty Butter Suet Cakes are on sale $1.49 each or a case of 12 for $17.48. All hummingbird and oriole feeders are 25% off, including the Aspects feeders with a lifetime warranty. Woodell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center, the Kalamazoo area's bird feeding headquarters for 76 years. WKZO News Time is 9.15. We are in over the garden fence. Not over our head, because Andy is here to save the day. I'm telling you. Well, we're in uh, we're in tomato season, and I, yes, was, we are. Uh, I was out looking at the tomatoes this morning because uh, we're, we're having all kinds of <clears throat> wildlife activity oh, yes. out in the garden. You know and, how you fix that? <sighs> well, I was watching a YouTube video, and mm-hmm. the overriding... Um, answer to all this mm-hmm. was what they referred to as a Red Ryder BB gun. But I'm not sure that's the way to do it. But what we did was we put bird netting up mm-hmm. with the uh, hoops. And even with the uh, the tomato plants, because they get way up there, we still have big you know hoops on. And I have to admit, the only animal that can get in yeah. is a hummingbird, maybe. Because yeah. they can stick their beak in and, oh, you yeah. know, Tomatoes being red, you know, they mm-hmm. I don't know if they like it or not. But we haven't had a, we've had squirrels and rabbits and I'm assuming raccoons and deer and whatever else. Look, <laughs> but they can't get in. Nice. So my suggestion is, you know, you got raised beds, whatever. That hoop and the, uh-huh. the bird netting, get it on early and it works great. We did a little mini community garden for one of our uh, clients at a county okay. alternative on Portage Road. Mm-hmm. And she said on day two, Andy, please come back and put a fence in because yeah. it's the, it, it went that fast. Yeah, they, I mean, within 24 hours, everybody's like, oh, buffet, rabbit, deer, everything. The the, the rhubarb was pulled right out of the ground. Oh, I know. So, I know. So They're just... We put a 48-inch fence. So, Jim, I'll probably do... Timely tips second, okay. If everybody doesn't mind, no. And let's continue it's your our show. tomato. You can do anything you want to. You know. <laughs> well, let, <laughs> let's um because I do have a whole page on tomatoes. Gonna, oh, cool. Gonna um, answer some of Amy's questions, but at the same time, all of us, including even at our own house, can be issues. So, um, the famous blossom end rot. You yes. work so hard. You make your plant. You get it growing. You got your trellis and the whole nine yards. And here comes the nice green fruit, Jim. And you go out there one morning. It's not quite turning. And you turn it around. And it's a huge lesion um, that 
is looking like a fungi of some kind. But a lot of times it is actually a calcium deficiency that is in the ground. So blossom end rot, which is a natural, all it is is calcium being sprayed on the plant. Yes, take that fruit off, but go ahead and remove that and uh, get more on. Anytime there is maybe, um, like Jim is saying, protection on the tomato. Cherry tomatoes, we had, uh, I think it was Porter that called last week on huge cherry oh, tomatoes yeah. that had fallen over. We have a create your own tomato cage. Really? So you can add to it, Jim, hook and cage a tomato while it's big instead of starting small. Tomato hornworm. Yes, you do not see them right away. All you do is see stripped foliage. And then you look closer and you look, oh, and I'll be darn. Yes, um, they are eating and uh, you can see a lot of times the <clears throat> secretions all over. So we have a natural control called spinosad that can take care of the tomato hornworm. Amy and I were just talking on the phone about the blooming and rooting. It's made by Fertilome. It's a water-soluble, and we would call that dessert for tomatoes. Being mm. that you don't need the foliage, you need more of the flower, it's a 958-8. So 9 nitrogen, 58 potassium, 8 potash. So really, NPK, really good on it. Still having problems? Underside foliage turning brown, hmm. overhead watering, infrequent watering. Um, Jim, we have very good neighbors. I'm going to stop right there. And a lot of times they're um, uh, <clears throat> irrigators. That, that We don't have a house next to us. We have huge fields next to us. So those irrigators will literally soak part of the yard. So, I again, out there this morning because uh, – um, the animal of choice this week was not a rabbit, but we've seen twice in our yard was a coyote. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. Not, look, Kind of not German Shepherd looking. You can tell definitely a distinctive difference, but the tomatoes were loaded the underside with that leaf spot box, black spot. You're going to clean them up and use, uh, it's a fungal oil that will take care of that. Uh, Dacanel is a variety that we have in the store right now. So maybe those are the final problem sometimes is irrigation. Again, mm -hmm. mulching your plant with lawn clippings and cedar mulch around the base of the plant. Peppers the same way. They don't like splash. And if you can keep that frequent watering, consistent moisture in the ground, I bet you'll have better luck with your tomatoes. All right. There we go. All right. Well, we will take a quick break. When we come back, we have a text question, Andy. Uh, you know, you can always drop in and uh, drop in here at uh, Over the Garden Fence at 382-4280, or you uh, can call 877-382-4280. Texting, of course, if you're a little radio shy, 80373. We will be right back with Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's has Michigan certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, products, and tools. You'll also find the plant doctor. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? 
Do you have molds in your lawn? Are weeds taking over a garden area? Bring in a sample of the plant and some soil from around it to get an accurate assessment and a prescription for control and prevention techniques. You can even bring in a sample of your soil to get a free pH test. Waddell's Plant Doctor is always in and ready to help. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Go on a home run! The Tigers baseball season. Catch every bit of it here. 590 and 106.9 FM. WKZO. Don't forget Tigers on to 9 to 530. WKZO Newstime 922. Have not one, but two questions, Andy. So we'll take them. The first one, my beautiful three-quarter foot high beefsteak tomato plants have not one single blossom on them. Oh, well, that can be... um very easily changed and again we were just talking about earlier trying blossom set it's a spray that will help encourage growth in the flower portion of the tomato can be sprayed under the plant and used immediately for almost immediately results item number two is definitely trying to encourage the growth instead of foliar growth Try not to do something like miracle Grow, but doing something like the Blooming and Rooting that would have a high middle number that would encourage low amount of foliage and lots of flower. Questions, is it in the sun? Is it in the shade? Is it getting more than, you know, six hours of sun? So, and Jim was talking earlier, take out any sucker growth or any growth that is getting um, shade in the center of that tomato. So water sprouts can sometimes be taken off. So, okay, mm-hmm. so there you go. All right, so the second one is, how do you keep corn, uh, crows out of your corn? Now, we lose a lot of corn. We lost a lot of corn, rather, last year from the crows eating it. We have an electric fence to keep deer and raccoons out, but, of course, <laughs> crows can fly over that. And um, so how do, you, how, do you, uh, how do you keep crows out? So um, my niece had a problem with those crows, and you use a owl that is mounted maybe on a pole move the pole around they will be smart so they will know after a couple weeks that that is um probably stationary so if you move it around you will actually see pretty good results with that uh uh, bird scarer tactic item number two reflective tape on a pole sometimes in the middle or actually um, attaching it sometimes that just reflective tape jim we sell in the little strips oh, yeah. in the bird department and that could be attached like almost like a shimmer that is uh blowing in the wind that will sometimes take care of that oh. i know <clears throat> the old tactic there's a third item it's called scarecrow the scarecrow yeah. it is and that is on purpose and the scarecrow after a while you can remember that the the crows would land on land his arms on okay yeah. but just like the owl, move it around. And I think there's one that's, uh, we have two of them. I think it's hawk and an owl that can be used um, for some of those tactics. Okay. Yeah, I've heard people use the um, the owl uh, for other, um, you know. Inside barns. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. just, to, just to, you know, to keep out the predators. So. Yep, yep. But, uh, I do know you can do, we do have, for the herons in our pond, problems sometimes that take out koi um we have had and i will double check but um we've had motion um detector 
sprinkler system. Oh, there you go. So it would turn on and spray um, those crows away. But try the first two. I think those those might be uh, an answer. Move, okay. Moving the, um, the, the fake um, bird around every other week or every 10 days would be very helpful. Yeah, is what, so they don't uh, get used to it. Is what our sales floor has told us. All right. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're ready for timely tips. It's, it's been, it's, 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 we've had, we've been busy. Hey, bring it on. No, we're good. You know what? Now it's kind of um, Q&A this time of year. There's so many things you're kind of set back and then you walk out and you go, holy smokes. You know, there's so much really that's still on my plate. And I'll tell you, August and September really are the best times of the year for starting to improve your lawn. Are you sick of the yard? Do you see different issues as you mow? Hmm, during the week, sooty mold here, weeds there. Oh, wow, dandelion's really bad in the backyard. Um, oh, I got, d- drove over a molehill, poof, you know. So um, all those are issues. Late summer and early autumn produce optimum time of daylight, moisture, and soil temperatures for gla- grass seed to germinate and plant growth. So the first step is still why it's hot now is decide what quality of turf desired. Best lawn in the neighborhood or a rough and tough area or just green grass. Next, survey uh, the present lawn to determine the condition and what steps to bring turf up to the standard you want. Lawn grasses are out of their natural environment and should should not be considered permanent. A grass thins that's usually replaced by you-know-what, broadleaf weeds, undesirable plants, or moss. The best weed control is to maintain a thick turf. Now let's begin by eliminating all your broadleaf evergreens. So Fertilone Weed-Free Zone mixed with spreader sticker can be applied, and we used it on our store at Waddell's. I've told you before how well my brother-in-law actually, after one application, he was having a hard time, Jim, finding where he had sprayed the week before or two weeks. They just curled up and disappeared. Second time around, most of them were gone. This will kill broadleaf weeds without harming the good grass plants. Next, eliminate any crabgrass that's necessary with furlone crabgrass killer. Reseeding then will be most successful if you rough up the ground with a steel rake, rent a cedar slicer, a plugger, or a spike disc towards the end of the month. Rough that area up. Don't throw grass seed on the hard ground. You will find out you will be a brown thumber. It won't work. If the lawn is hopelessly thin or is infested with coarse perennial grass, maybe the answer is to start over. First, apply a spray of Kills All Weed and Grass Killer, which kills almost all vegetation. Seeding actually can commence four days after the application. If starting over with Kills All, maybe the soil should be amended before seeding. How many times have we said to bring in a sample at Waddell's? Cut out a 6 by 6 sod sample, put it in a shoebox, and bring it in. Bring in 2 or 3 inches so A, we can test the pH, and we can see the condition of the soil. Our crew took a load of trees out to Otsego um, <clears throat> yesterday. And uh, by noon, Jim, I was trying to figure out what was going on. A whole load of trees, but only two of them were getting planted. I'm not blaming my guys whatsoever. Call about noon, and they're still on the first tree. Jim, the pickaxe, the metal, all metal shovels, these were cost of about $50 cost shovels, 
had been bent in half trying to dig the clay. So sometimes you might need to determine what is wrong underneath. Rototilling in gypsum, clay soil conditioner, lime, and composted manure as humus, all soil conditions can be improved. Before seed is sown, always apply starter fertilizer to speed up turf establishment. When selecting seed to improve your turf, be sure to buy blends containing new and improved varieties. I have really good friends that will go to the Farm Bureau and buy a sack of potatoes. Well, they will also buy a sack of grass seed, and you will get what you pay for. The advantages of improved varieties are many. Disease resistance, more vigorous growth, a, better color. Waddell's carries new improved varieties like Double Time, Jaguar, and True Blue. True Blue is three varieties of bluegrass, about 90%, and 10% of Double Time. Double Time is a variety that has been worked on that goes on a lot of soccer fields and football fields that actually look like bluegrass, but it is a rye. Our deluxe shady mix has jaguar. Jaguar's origination is <clears throat> some of its roots or its heritage. Isn't that kind of funny? I don't know. That was a pun. I know Bob Newhart. <laughs> All right, everybody. So its roots came from the Sahara Desert, some of those um, grasses that some of those roots grow up to 7 feet or 86 inches, 84 inches deep. So God is actually creating perfect conditions at this time of year for making lawn improvements and repair. By taking action soon, the wise lawn owner can fully capitalize on ideal late summer and early autumn seed starting conditions. There's no better the time of the year when your time and dollars will reap more for benefits in your yard. Make your first stop with Dell's Garden Center. Like I've said, bring in sod samples and soil samples for testing. Our Lawn Pro will gladly share their turf knowledge and will give you a personalized lawn improvement program as well as a schedule for maintaining great turf. A greener, more lush, thicker turf can be in your future when lawn improvements begin now. This is also another great time of the year to assess your entire landscape and gardens. Most of us have plants that haven't lived up to expectations this year. Now is the time to remove these poor performers and replace them with plants that might be an asset. Perennial flowers have been too invasive. Perennial grasses that have come way overgrown. Newer varieties that stay far more compact. Poorly diseased foliage trees like old varieties of crabapple. Trees that have disease every year, weak stems, always create a mess on the lawn and after every storm. Trees with girdling roots, damaged trunks, split branches, evergreens that are overgrown for their intended environment and are brushing up against the house, blocking a choice view, or planted too close. <clears throat> I'll stop again right there, Jim. You know, you always buy plants that are always about the same size. Mm -hmm. You know, nice little cute little, some that'll fit in your car. Yes. You know, and then later in, somebody will call in, well, how big does that plant get? <laughs> well, you know, Frank, he already planted it three feet from the house because that's got to be inside the, the mulch line or inside the edging. <clears throat> three years later, we get that phone call. Hey, do you know anybody that transplants? <laughs> so sometimes reading, bringing in ideas, sharing with a certified nurseryman 
or great nursery staff at Waddell's might help you along the right lines. Sometimes overcrowding begins to exhibit, exhibit dying and dead branches. Old fruit trees basically have one week of beauty in the spring and 51 weeks of fruit on, uh, on the ground. So sometimes taking care of fruits, we talk about it all spring and summer, and now's the time to take care of it. If you have <clears throat> overgrown shrubs, sun-loving plants that were once attractive and doing poorly under a large growing shade tree. Hmm, what to do? First of all, don't per procrastinate any longer. Yep, we all do it, including myself. Clients and I were at a job site, and we were trying to cut back on a renovation landscape project we were working on for Waddell's this year and the client. We passed on this area and that area and decided that the husband said they were okay. We were going to do without those spots as far as the uh, uh, budget. But as the job progressed and the customers loved the change, we kept adding those areas back in to a point where we ended up doing the entire project. And they said to me, <laughs> we were wondering why we had waited so long. Mm -hmm. What a blessing. Yesterday, the client and I met, and the ewes that were put in their front yard have been there at least 30 to 40 years. Sometimes that can be very dating. After removing poor performers, you can stand back even to a bare house and say, oh, I am so glad we did that. After spending some time wandering through Adele's nursery, looking for new plant ideas, no doubt there are some new plants yet to discover that will make a positive difference when including in your garden and landscape scheme. Be, visit, be sure to visit Waddell's Nursery Certified Specialists and Master Gardeners that will be pleased to help share their plant knowledge. We'll go maybe to another break in a yeah. second. Yep, but um, Diagnostic Department is also, Jim, <clears throat> with this weather, hot, cold, rain, storms, um, the Diagnostic Department has been very busy. So when we come back, maybe we can answer some of the uh, diagnosis that's been happening. There we go. All right, we'll take a quick break and be right back with Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. Growing gorgeous roses is easier than you think with help from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's has more than 40 varieties of rose bushes in all of your favorite colors, fragrances, and growth habits. And this week, you'll save 40% on all Waddell's rose bushes, many of them in bud and bloom. Waddell's Rose Experts can help you choose the rose bushes that would look best in your landscape. Some in-stock favorites include the oh-so-easy pink, which is an unstoppable pink-blooming rose with bright pink blooms and a yellow center. For a bright red continuous bloomer, get Miracle on the Hudson. This showy semi-double bloomer has a light fragrance and is easy to care for. And last is another easy care rose that will produce loads of orange blossoms from late spring until first frost. Waddell's carries dozens of gorgeous rose bush varieties and now through Wednesday you can get 40% off all of your favorites. Waddell's is located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. A scorcher of a Saturday ahead of us with high temperatures topping off near 90 this afternoon under sunny skies. Winds will be coming from the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour and dew points will be in the mid-60s, making it feel a bit muggy out there. Tonight, expect a few passing clouds. Low temperatures will stay on the warm side, falling to the mid-70s by Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon holds on to the heat with a high near 85, but there is a chance for isolated showers and storms for much of the day. Tracking Southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 Meteorologist Sarah Flynn. 
Thanks, Sarah. Right now, 79 and muggy outside. Feels like 84 here at WKZO with Over the Garden Fence and Andy Waddell on this Saturday morning. We were talking about... Hmm. Michigan weather. <laughs> Michigan weather. That's <laughs> well, you know, right. you're talking about rain, and you know, the only thing we haven't had is something I'm not going to mention. Uh, so it's you know you have to you have to plan for different weather conditions, mm-hmm. like sort of like this building. You know, we got like eight different climate zones in here. Um, so you you just have to adjust it. You can't be static. That's right. When you're doing gardening. That's right. And so maybe on some of that gardening, you need some help. Maybe um, just like this building. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But I'll tell you what this building needs, but I'll get in big oh, trouble if I say it you know on here. So still. It's nice and cool in it here. It is at cool least in here. Morning. That we we have to we have spent some summers in this end where <laughs> we could have grown tropical plants. Yes. Yes. So Jim fervently shaking his head. Yes, he's remembered the doors care. open, everybody yeah, has their own everything. fan. Yeah. So the diagnostic department, we have seen fall tent worm coming in. Walnut, crab apple, beech. All these need to be taken care of with one spray of spinosad or natural guard caterpillar killer. Either one of those will work. The spinosad is natural, easy to work, and can be done on days when it's cool. Mildew is running rampant. Summer spoilage of foliage on flocks, lilac, azaleas, begonias, and many other flowering shrubs. Control of powdery mildew. Use triple action or fertilome broad-spectrum fungicide. And speaking of mildew, <laughs> there seems to be a great men, uh, deal of mildew on cucumber, melon, squash, and pumpkin vines this time of year. Mildew not only reduces uh, thrift, but also reduces the harvest and storage of the crop. Sometimes you don't see it until it is almost too late. So, um, and again, we talk about over and over not putting on spray when it's hot because then you'll see the damage like it's already too hot to spray this morning. So uh, fungin oil is what we're suggesting for that mildew. Again, mixed with spreader sticker, get rid of the the, uh, leaf that is um, or leaves that are already turned bad. If you're cutting and pruning, go ahead and dip your pruners in consand just to make sure. So kind of wanted to maybe end... On one of my other favorite, now we had um, <clears throat> peaches the other night, Jim, mm-hmm. and uh, canning. Yes, there was some good peach and some bad peach, but as they, I picked a few that were still left over from our little storm a couple nights ago. We, I, I've never seen the rain like at Waddell's. It was coming off the greenhouses in uh, huge waterfalls. Mm-hmm. But other than peach, I love blueberries. Yes. And I love, I'm not sure if I don't like a fruit. Um, So, but yes, it's time to pick them. Yes, it's time to eat them. But yes, it's also a good time to plant them. So you can have your own freshest blueberries possible. Blueberries are actually fairly easy to grow. Number one, the number one trick is know the pH of your soil. They like very acid ground. Bring in a sample. I have myself taken out our soil in our garden, put it and mixed it out through the garden, created a trench, and planted the entire group of blueberries in sphagnum peat moss. You will make sure that it thrives and make sure maybe pick some of these varieties, like Chanticleer, Legacy, Hannah's Choice, Sweetheart, 
and Toro. Blueberries like cross-pollinators, so make sure you get two opposite varieties either next to each other or even in the same row. Jim, um, in the last show on the bird watch, he was talking about bird netting against the mm -hmm. windows. Yes. Put bird netting over your blueberries. Oh, they you better or else. They love to snatch blueberries, raspberries, and the bird netting really does work. It is not that expensive. No, it's put easy the to four put posts in the corner, attach it, attach two sides that you can flop it over when you're harvesting and then flop it back over when you're done. So <clears throat> maybe there's a um, blueberry pie or blueberry cobbler in your, um, you know, right after your um, BLT. Coming okay. up, Jim. And if, if you happen to go to the uh, Nats at the Zoo, which are going on now over at Stowe Stadium mm. and other locations, you the, the famous uh, meal or dish that you can get, What's blueberries that? and cream. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, good. So, well, and they are fresh, and it is good. <laughs> well, and I, <laughs> I think that's where um, Grandma... Or mom would probably spoil us having that uh, a little, uh, and maybe it was just vitamin D milk, but I do remember putting a little of that cream on there, even, oh. even whipped cream sometimes. It's amazing. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's real. This, this cream happens to be frozen vanilla yogurt. So it's, it is, but it's wonderful. Because you know you, get, you can get strawberries and cream at mm -hmm. Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. Ha, pshaw, pshaw. Blueberries and cream out of the tennis. So if you're going to the tennis tournament anyway, get your blueberries and cream. Because it's, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Um, I had some incredible blueberry buckle the other day. Nice. Yeah, it was it was really good. And these were huge blueberries. I mean, oh, yeah. just you know, beautiful. So if you can you can grow them now, that's right. Then you'll have blueberries in the fall when nobody else does. That's right. That's which right. Is, which is which is uh, is really cool. Well, sigh. <laughs> you have one more thing you want to mention, real quick. You know what? I'm just making sure that if there is a problem. Waddell's is there 12 months a year. We don't close. Nope. And so sometimes there's an issue with a bird, with a plant, with an interior, with a problem with drainage, maybe with their grass seed. Um, we've talked about lawns. A lot of times people struggle. And 20 years ago, the lawn looked great. We determine and talk and discuss. And then they finally tell us, oops, you know what? All the trees are overgrown and now it's all shade. Yeah. So guess what? Trees always win. And the competition with shade combination, we need to switch our grasses over, you know, too much fertilization. And sometimes that's just education, talking back and forth. And that's where it's nice to have uh, a team at Waddell's that helps. There you go. All right. You want to do this again next week? I'd love to. All and right. Thank you for all the callers and texters today. Fantastic. Here we go. It's uh, You've been listening to Over the Garden Fence here on 590-106.9 FM. WKZO brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street.